just move. Get the hell out of the way. Give me this damn mic. Let it go. Let it go. Grip. I, I got. I got. Move. 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 Hello. 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 This is the Royal Club. This is the Ace. This is the franchise, and we got some stuff we got to talk about today. Who? It's been a minute since we've been on here. A lot, and when I mean a lot, a lot has happened. A lot has happened. A lot has passed over the last few weeks, and we are. We are getting right to the ish. We can we can say we're getting right to the. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. We getting right to the. This bull right here. <laughs> so for those that are unfamiliar with the recent events that happened. Wednesday, this past Wednesday, WWE drops a bomb, a bombshell on us. Breaking news. Breaking news. Now, I was in Puerto Rico sitting, waiting, like buying time as I was waiting for my flight to come back home. And I was on... Facebook, and I seen the alert stating that the WWE has released the following. Santana Garrett, Buddy Murphy, Lana, Ruby Riot, Alistair Black. And the monster among men, Braun, Braun Strowman. Strowman. Wow. And what a list. I... Instantly, the very second I seen this, I text the ace and told him, did you see, or no, I didn't even tell him. I sent him the screenshot. I didn't believe you. <laughs> I didn't believe you when you sent it. Cause I was like, nah, that's probably fake news. And he, and, and the ace said, you lying. I said, swear to God, it's all over Twitter. And then I go into Twitter's, I go into WWE's Twitter page and they and they had it too. WWE has come to terms on the releases of Braun Strowman, Alistair Black, Lana, Bur Murphy, Ruby Wright, and Santana Garrett. We wish them the best in their future in endeavors. Their future endeavors. That's the fire. I'm, we get it. fired. It is over. That is the <laughs> and. <sighs> That's what this is. <laughs> so I did the order on this outline because we're going to talk about the releases. And I did it from the least, like we did it last time when we yeah. talked about it. We talked about the least, like the least impactful releases yeah. to the most impactful ones. Right. And Santana Garrett in NXT. 
Yeah, so I was kind of like, I did, like, because when I said Santana Garrett, I don't like, who was Santana Garrett until I saw the picture? Then I was like, oh, I remember her. So I wasn't really, ma- I mean, you don't want to see nobody lose their job. That's the main thing. When we, when we see these releases, we just like, oh, man, somebody just lost their job. Somebody just lost a way to provide for their family, provide for themselves and stuff. And it's just, it's sad to see that. But like I'm like, I didn't know who Santana Garrett was until I actually saw the picture. And I was like, oh, like, I think she had like one, like a few matches. I remember one. I forgot who she wrestled, but I seen. I remember she had one little, 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 little joint. And after that, I never seen her after that. So I was kind of like, all right, well, I mean, it's, you know, but he probably could have did something with her. I mean, unless she had some talent. Right. No matter of fact, she was in the um, she was in the Women's World Rumble. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that wasn't really a big thing for me. Like it's just like okay, like all right, cool. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. Talent that <sighs> they could have used them. This is this, like the the people after Santana and Garrett. Now we on Buddy Murphy. These are all people that WWE could have used. And the people before that that he fired, people could have used. Yeah. So, but Buddy Murphy is a guy that had, had some talent. Had some talent. Former um, Cruiserweight champion. Uh, had some good matches over there. Had some good matches in 205 Live. Uh, got moved to the main roster. Kind of, like, moved around a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Got kind of, like, put into the Seth Rollins disciple um, role. Had the 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 uh, storyline with the Mysterios and Mysterios' daughter, which I'm glad that that's over. But other than that, man, he had talent. Like he could have been used, especially I think he was on SmackDown. You know, so I mean, he could he could have you know feuded with whoever, right? And it would have been cool. Even him and well, the last I remember the last thing he did, he had a match with before Seth was like took his leave. Um, he beat Seth. He beat Seth Rollins. And he could have just like, okay, you beat Seth. Usually you beat somebody of that magnitude. You want to kind of get, you know, put in a you know, better position. He just kind of like, once he had, once that happened and Seth went left, Buddy just kind of like just got put to the wayside. Yeah. And that was it. But this is a guy, like you said, y'all could have y'all used him for something. Definitely could have. Like, he was definitely one of those talents that, I think they're going to regret letting him right. go. You know, like I, I said it on my Facebook yesterday um, and it's going to be posted on the IG page a little later on today where I, it was revealed yesterday that, um, that Andrade is. Andrade Cien almost or was it Andrade L. Adialo or something yeah, like that. I, like I can't, he, that, that last one is a tough one. He is. In AEW, now. he's AEW. He's a, I am, and he spoke English. Yes, remember people was talking about yes. Andrade English was trash. And I said, this move is going to bite the WWE in the butt because not only is he in AEW, but he's aligned himself with Vicky with Guerrero. Vicky Guerrero, and everybody thinks that. Andrade has like Eddie potential. An- they more people saying Angel Garza, but because Angel Garza got that, he got that swag. Yeah, he got that. He got that Latino heat. Yeah, he got that Latino heat. Yeah, but I think Andrade bigger, bigger than Garza, bigger like physique wise and yeah. everything. But I just think that with him with Vicky, 
it's going to help him more right. than when he was with Zelina. Yeah. Because I feel like Vicky is going to... And no disrespect to Zelina. No, just, no, no disrespect. No, no, no. Those two are great together. Yes. Those two are absolutely fantastic. But you have a Guerrero. Right. Like, you have a, a wrestling mind, even though she isn't... She was never... A wrestler. A she was wrestler. in the business. She was in the business she for a long time. She learned the business right. through Eddie. Right. And then when Eddie passed. Chavo. Yeah. Then when Eddie passed, she got inserted in there and learned the backstage stuff. Right. You know? And she's she's good on the mic. Right. You know, she's a good character. Right. Like a good manager and things right. like that. So her being like. And she's a great heel. Like, uh, as you know. Her being the the manager for him is going, I really think that that right there was probably, to me, the biggest acquisition AEW has had since Moxley, in my opinion. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like, most definitely since John, since John Moxley. You know, that, that kind of like, obviously, like it faded out now, whatever right. like that. But... That's most definitely the biggest acquisition that AEW has got with Andrade getting Andrade there. Him and Vicky is gonna, Vicky like I said, Vicky is gonna to put him in a position to be great. And he it could just be Andrade, and now he's he could be Andrade. Like he, he don't has to be the, like he doesn't have to like feel any kind of way or whatever. Like feel like okay because of my English is not that great. Whatever the case may be, so I'm in the right position where I could just be myself. I could wrestle, and I'm quite sure at AEW he can go to like. A different promotion and wrestle here, wrestle there, whatever like that. If he's not on AEW and AEW is making moves, right. AEW is making moves. So, I mean, this is good. This is a good move for for AEW, and it's and it's not looking good for WWE right now, man. It's like <laughs> it's sad because it's just like, man, like like with WWE is like you never would have thought like WWE would turn into WCW. Keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Okay. Cause isn't this kind of like how like WCW went? Like, you know what I mean? I, I will I I told you before before we even talk before we got on this on these mics, me and you talked yesterday. Yeah. Did you say you got so you got a, a thing you want to drop? I got I got just a little bit of like just my opinion on what's gonna happen. You know, in the in the future. So I want to keep that. I, I wrote that little note down. WCW, WWE. Yep. I got that in there because in our outline, we we're going to get to the what these what this means for the future. Right. Um. So before we get into that part of it, let's right. Just, we we stick it to our uh <laughs> our releases and stuff. So. so your girl. Next up on the list, this Your one girl hurt my heart. This will <laughs> hurt my soul, man. They let go of the ravishing Russian Lana. What the f- going on here with that? <laughs> you gotta be kidding. Oh. Now that wasn't yeah, but that's cool. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care, bro. Dog, how, bro? And my thing is, you better keep up. Do that. <laughs> Listen. I, you know, I, I thought about something with uh, Vince Russo. He got a podcast. It's like Vince Russo is some, uh, some other dude. He got a podcast, and he was talking about Billy Kay. 
when Billy Kay and uh, Peyton Royce got released, he was like, Billy Kay doesn't need WWE. She has enough material to go and be an actress. She's funny. She looks good. She she's straight. She 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 can be like a one of those like comedic like movie stars because she's mm-hmm. you know what I mean because her personality. That's the same with Lana. Lana doesn't need the W. Lana does not need the WWE because she has acted. She already has acting credentials. Right. She's been in the WWE for like for a long time. So that's you know that resume is looking pretty good. She got um her Twitch. IG, TikTok, all that stuff like that. She does all that stuff. Right. So she has that. And now her husband, uh, Miro, is the TNT champion. So now she finally can talk about that. She, 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 she just tweeted that like a while ago that her husband was, you know, the TNT champion. So she could talk about that. She doesn't need to do, but it's just like y'all put Lana through all that. And y'all had this whole thing where y'all made us believe that Lana, y'all was about to push Lana to the moon. Y'all had the 24, the 24 with Lana. Y'all had Lana go through tables like eight weeks in a row. Y'all had her teaming up with Naomi. And now it was like Naomi's like stuck in the mud. You know, she doesn't have nothing. Like that was her tag team partner. Mm-hmm. Y'all got rid of her. So now what Naomi's supposed to do? You know, I know uh, our our, our kind of like our former guest, uh, the Maverick was like, well, she could, she could, she could, well, Naomi, sorry, I say Naomi could be pushed towards getting a title shot. But I'm like, Naomi days are done. It's done. As athletically gifted, as, as talented as Naomi is, Naomi time is done. She had her two title shots, her two title wins, and that's it. That's it for her. Right. You know, everything else is just... That's another one that Naomi don't really need the WWE right now at this point. True. She don't. So, so it's like, she, so kind of like, she's kind of like waiting her time or whatever like that. But like you said, I like you was talking about with the, the uh, Roman storyline in the, in the in the brothers, in the Uso, so she could might be used on that. But after that, it's like, what's she going to do? But right now, what's she going to do? Like, well, well, go, well, with... With you saying that, and with the release of Lana, yes, I can see Naomi going back to SmackDown because with the release of Ruby, the SmackDown roster is scarce. Right. Like, the Maverick Jello, he sent me something earlier today showing the rosters yeah. for Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. And NXT's female roster is loaded. It's stacked. And there was something where it was like, you know, oh, be on the lookout that there is going to be X amount of call-ups. Call yeah, that's yeah, I saw that. From NXT to SmackDown. Yeah. Not to Raw, but on SmackDown because SmackDown right now has Bianca Belair, Bailey, team, the tag team champions, Carmella, um, Tamina, Natty, Sasha, Bailey, Carmella, Liv. That's it. That's it. So I can see Naomi going there and then maybe a few NXT people getting called up. 
you know. They even showed the NXT UK, which I don't think they're going to get anybody from UK to come here because it just... That wouldn't even make no sense. You it just got calling people from NXT UK to come over here. You might as well just had the people from the States. And like you said, the NXT women's division, it's just the NXT division in general, like, is deep. Like, so you go have to call some people up from there. Like, that's what they said. They about to do an extensive, like, thing at the performance center to see who they can call up. Yeah. Well, I, I seen that, too, because I seen that they said Bruce Pritchard and... Jamie Noble was like scouting, yeah, in NXT, and I was just like, "Dear God, dear God, no, this this better not happen." But then I thought about, it, I was like, "Who would they bring up on NXT?" You know, it probably be like the people that they don't use. It's go. It's, it might be one. It might be one. Like you might be like, "All right, you know what? We gonna bring you." And I'll tell me and him sitting nowhere, not doing nothing. Me and him and Naomi could be a tag team. True. She's not doing nothing. So, what, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, you can pair with Liv, but it's like, I, I, I feel bad for Liv Morgan, man, because she was kind of, she's really like the young one, like the young, the youngest one out of the the Ruby, the, the, the Riot Squad. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of like, she had to, she, she, she left, she came back with all this stuff. We thought she was going to be Sister Abigail and all this other stuff. And now she's just like, you know, her and Ruby kind of like had a split. Then they came back together and they reformed the Riot Squad and and all this other stuff. And then you think, like, okay, there's a tag team division. And he just said, you know, all right, deuces, Ruby, you gone. And Ruby, and Ruby was like one of the people that you thought like WWE was going to push her. Like she was like now champion. Now I have a question. Do you think the reason why they released her it's because they know that they have someone down in NXT that mirrors the look of Ruby. You talking about Shotzi? Yeah. But is a little on the attractive side. She's a little bit more attractive. That is true. That, than, that, I, I mean, I hate to say, we hate to say it. Ruby. I mean, it's true. I mean, if if I don't want to sound shallow, but if you look at what Vince Vince. I don't want to say Vince. The WWE has a vision of their what a woman, what their what they want their women yes, to look like. Yes. And if you notice, like f- Dana Brooke is still here, okay? Dana Dana Brooke is still here. <laughs> What's the, what's the, who, who, what's the name again? Dana Brooke. <laughs> Some <laughs> But I, I just... Like, WWE likes... Let's, let's just... Okay, see, we talk about that. WWE likes the women. Certain complexion. Mm-hmm. Blonde. Mm-hmm. Blue eye, like, you know, it could be a bit browner, but it's just like, you just got to be, I have a certain look. I say this, like, certain women, like the Bella Twins, were, like, uber attractive. So you kind of, like, had to, like, you know, you got them. You got Carmella, who's still there, mm-hmm. who's hella attractive. Um, Yeah, I can see that. And that's why I can see why Liv's still there. I mean, she ain't looking at Alexa Bliss. She can't even wrestle like that. No more at this point. Yeah. 
But there's, I, I think they also, because they know, they'll take care of the, like, they'll take care of the ones that they really want to take care of. I know, but I'm just saying, like, and, you know. And if they want to accept the role that they are given to them because yeah. of their injury. Right. Like, I think that's why she's still around. Because she has accepted the fact that, hey, I know I can't really perform, like, in-ring, but I can do some other stuff on the side. Like, right. I can do the, you know, moment of bliss and now Yeah, now the Alexis Playground and that yeah. shit's getting worn out now. Like, so. now she can start doing all this other stuff and occasionally get in the ring from time right. to time. You know, but... but the, oh, mm-hmm. my bad. I was, but I was going to say, like... I don't know if you want your take on Lana, but I basically just saying Lana doesn't Lana doesn't need it, but it's kind of like Lana doesn't need the WWE because she can do other things outside the WWE. I think she's well positioned to do stuff outside the WWE to be successful, or she she can even go to AEW and be a manager or whatever with her husband. That could that could always work out for her. Um. So I don't know, like, how do you feel about that? I. I wasn't a Delana release was like I was happy that she got released for her sake because she just was continuously getting put in positions like like you said earlier like the the constant putting through the tables the constant things like this like Mark Henry said something on Busted Open and it stuck to me because I think this holds this holds true. He said he feels like if certain superstars had a gripe or an issue or contract or whatever issues that they have with the WWE, they will let go. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you look at Lana's situation. Lana had an issue when Rusev was gone. Right. You know... She has voiced a lot of stuff. Now, one of the things I think the WWE held against Rusev and her, and this is probably why the push for Rusev was so lackluster. Yeah. Is because when, if you remember when they separated them two and she had aligned herself with Ziggler. Yeah. They broke kayfabe and went to TMZ to let TMZ know they were engaged. And WWE frowned upon that because you just, I mean, <coughs> the, the, the term kayfabe is dead. Um, that's a prime example of how people will think that kayfabe is dead yeah. because if you are in this storyline, you need to present it this way. Like how when she was dealing with Bobby Lashley, right. she was all over Instagram and everything, making it seem like she was, her and Bobby was like a real couple. Right. That wasn't the case with her and Ziggler. It was like, oh, well, TMZ, look, we got, in, you know, we got this going. Right. And WWE frowned upon that. I think once that happened, and you seen how Rusev just pretty much was like, yeah, I don't care. Like, 
this is this is my real life. This is my wife. This is you know, and then with them being on Total Divas, and then you started seeing more of that. And I don't think that the WWE felt right too good about that. So they were like, okay, well, we're gonna release you, Runsev, because mm-hmm. we've already buried you mm-hmm. at the peak of your career with the Rusev day. Right. We knew that we can break that glass ceiling and get you in a position to compete for the heavyweight title. Right. That's how over you were. Hell, like, remember when him and uh, Aiden English was fighting for the tag team titles against the Usos and we thought he was going to win the titles? Yeah. Like, that would have been huge if he would have won Even that didn't happen. So they're like, yeah, we we can put you in catering and just let you sit there and do whatever. But no, we we gonna do worse. Mm-hmm. You gonna sit at home, and you gonna watch your wife eat shit, right? You know, we gonna watch you gonna watch her take all this, get put through all these tables, go through all this, do a a documentary on on this, and make it seem like this documentary is going to pull and make people believe like this is her moment. Like we're about right. to see this massive push for Lana and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing. And then you put her with Naomi and genuinely speaking, you see her and Naomi, you see their TikToks, you see them on Instagram. They genuinely were friends. Right. And now you pull that and you separate them now now it's like like you said, where does where does she go? Where does Naomi go? And I said I think she's gonna go to SmackDown. But then you also think about it, what tag teams are there now? None. You got Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, which I think is gonna implode real soon. Right. You got because of J- uh, Reginald. Right. Right. You got <sighs> Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. And then you have Tamina and. Natalia. Right. Do you think they need to just get rid of the women's tag team division? Because they don't have no tag teams. They don't have no tag teams. But I'm like, shoot, like, let's look at the the men's tag team division. Like, there's really no men's tag teams like that. Like, other cast is like, the Usos, the Usos is old at this point now. They old. You know, Dolphin, Bobby Roode, old. Right. You know what I mean? You got, like, uh, uh, Ray and Dominic, but we already know where that rabbit hole is going. So mm-hmm. we already know what's going on with that. The Street Profits are still kind of young, but we kind of felt like at some point they're going to push Montez. Right. And, you know, Dawkins is going to be whatever. Um, the New Day, they split them up already. So it's kind of like the New Day is whatever. Uh, but the women's, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because I said, like, they might as well just kept them on NXT. To keep the titles on NXT, but now the NXT got their own women's tag team titles. Mm-hmm. You know, so ah uh, man, it, it, whoever they bring up, they look like what's that? Lacey Evans, she's gone. Yeah, Becky Lynch is coming back, but she's not coming back to be like a tag team person. She's going to be coming back to compete for a title, right? Uh, Ronda's gone. You know, but I, claims to be trying to say she's going to come back soon, but she's not coming back anytime soon because she's um, pregnant. Yeah. Uh, Asuka's still there, but 
You know, what else Oscar can do? You know, what else Oscar really has to prove? So, I mean, like I said, you're going to have to pull people from NXT, NXT to to the main roster to kind of fill things. Then it's like, well, like I said, you got me and Yim there. She's not doing nothing. Right. You know, uh, I mean, they can keep, they, I mean, they can keep the titles, but it's like, y'all got to have, more, it's got to be more emphasis on tech, just tag team wrestling in general, but especially in the women's division, it has to be more emphasis on tag teams. If you got these belts, you had to put more, like stake into this instead right. of just be like, oh, okay, we got these titles and we'll just go, like, what, what you go? You gonna give it to Mandy Rose and Dana Brooks <laughs> and Dana <laughs> Brooks? <sighs> that would be listen. I would much rather give y'all the Mandy had Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville link back up. That would be a better tag team division tag team champion than than Mandy Rose and Dana <laughs> Brooks. So, so on. So, where where do I see Lana? Lana needs to go to AEW. She needs to go there. She needs to be back with her husband, and she needs to be the manager. Right. Like I was listening to a podcast, and somebody brought up the idea that Lana can be the new. Nancy, the new Nancy Benoit woman. Yeah. Um, if y'all are familiar with the character woman that Nancy played, I can somewhat see that, but that's what she needs to do. She needs to go back with Rusev or Miro and just do what they did in the WWE, just up another notch. Right. You know? And obviously, she'll probably drop the line of name, and she'll probably go to her original name, CJ Perry. Yeah. And, you know, and she don't, like I said, she don't have to wrestle. She could probably still want to wrestle, probably train to wrestle and stuff like that. But, you know, like I said, a manager role, I think, is more so suits, suits her. And then it's like, we don't know what's going on with Zelina. What happened with Zelina in that situation? Right. I'm going to get to that when we get to, when we get to. Um, Andrade? Alistair. Oh, okay. When we get to Alistair. Um, I mean, not really much to say about Ruby because we kind of talked about it already. Yeah. Um, I just feel like I feel bad for Liv as well. You know, two of her best friends are gone from the company. Um, but one thing that people like, you know, busted open and all of them say, and other podcasts say, just because they're released does not mean they can't come back. But I'm like, at this point, why would you want to come back? Because you have to think about it like this. They they didn't lose as much profit so far this year, but due to COVID and them being not on tour... Yeah. That's really where they got most of their bank from. Yeah. Is tours. Yeah. If they are not on tour, if they're not doing house shows, they're not making as much. Right. And then some of these people 
I mean, the only person that really had a large contract was Braun, which apparently they said was over like close to a million dollars. Right. You know, but I don't, I don't think that like Ruby was let go and pretty much was like, you can never come back. Like right. I remember seeing on the, the bump, Sarah Logan was there after she was released. Right. Like, she was on the show. Yeah. So it's not that they're released for... Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, it just, like this, it just seems like working for the WWE seems, like, so stressful. That It, it seems like it's mad. Like, you got to walk on eggshells a lot. So it's like, why this? would I, as an employee, as a wrestler, after I just experienced that, and on top of that, I done made my money. I done made, I done made my money. Listen, if Liv Morgan got released right now, she good because her and Bo Dallas, which we didn't know that she was married or whatever with Bo Dallas, mm-hmm. got business. They got businesses outside of WWE, so yeah. so she's good. Like I said, Lana, outside of WWE, other ventures, she's good. Ruby Riot, I don't know what Ruby Riot got going on, but I'm quite for sure. Ruby Riot that made a good chunk of change to take care of herself and be mm-hmm. good outside of this, and I'm quite sure she's gonna go somewhere else and you know able to make you know a, you know a good living for herself. So I'm not like saying that, but just, just like why, why deal with this? And we see and we and the, to go back, then we seen other people that been released make money, kind of make their own way. Cody was a great example of that. When Cody got let go, he kind of, like, went off and, like, on the independence. He made, like, he had shirts. He had, you know, the All Elite shirts and the Cody, the American Nightmare and all this other stuff like that. So he had, like, things going for himself. So I think, like, outside of outside of WWE, if you're in the right position, I think you can make some, make some money out of this, like, if you really want to. But I think a lot of them made did pretty well i you know i mean like like i said like i i feel like okay so if ruby was to go anywhere else i could see ruby i don't want to say like all these people are i don't want to see all, nah <laughs> i could see ruby more fitting more in impact um i could see buddy murphy going to impact that too. that'd be a good spot for him yeah him too yeah i could see i could see them two really going to um impact now the creme de la creme the top two the two biggest releases that shocked both me and you. Alistair Black and Braun Strowman. Right. Now, we're going to talk about, first, we're going to talk about Alistair Black. Because Braun Strowman, I think, really was the, like, the biggest shocker out of, like, these, these two, these last two. But Alistair Black being released, he just got back, got a new character, which I'm, I was like, what, what sold me on the character was not the, the, the promos on TV. It's what he was posting on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, especially like the pictures of like what this character, like with the, with the horn, with the, whatever the dark father might look like. I'm like, oh, this shit is kind of sweet. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yo, this stuff is kind of sweet. So I'm like, yo, I'm, I was really kind of like interested. And then once we seen like him attack Big E, we was like, okay, so now the Big E, Alistair Black thing is going on. So I'm like, it's going to be like, I said, it's going to be the light, which is Big E, the power of positivity versus the darkness in Alistair Black. 
you right. know, the dark father. So right. I'm like, yo, this could last for like three to four months. I um I had Alistair Black winning the feud, kind of like getting the getting the uh the last laugh in the feud, but mm-hmm. it, it would be something that, it would have been something to get Big E off of the Intercontinental title for a while. It would have been fresh, it would have been something different, it would have been like, you know, maybe more, you know, see Big E maybe get a little bit more serious and stuff like that, kind of like get him in preparation for maybe a, a title push. For universal title title push, maybe. Right. You know, but like I said, what would have been the end goal for Alistair Black? But if you went on his uh Twitch and you see some of the transcripts of the things he was talking about, he said like this the storylines that he had set up for Alistair Black, he had like a good probably like years worth of stuff. And and that's that's what I was confused about because I seen his character coming about and I seen the potential of what could happen and so much so that I've I screenshot this because I I wanted to make sure that I had this in mind he said according to on his twitch he revealed information about his WWE run he said some part of there he said that the order of the feud was Mysterio, then Buddy, Rollins for making the disciple Buddy, right? Mm-hmm. Bray for creating the Messiah Rollins. And then finally, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon himself, like, Alistair Black in a Vince McMahon match. I, I, I'm not sure if I would be okay with that because I don't think Vince McMahon could take a black mask kick. Vince, Vince is like 76 years old or something <laughs> like that. Like, I don't think he could take that kick. But just to, just to see how much he was saying, like, how he mentioned um, they had plans on making a documentary on his return the tales of was going to be a book that was going to be sold on WWE.com. Um, he pitched at one point, he pitched to help take her with the good brothers. Like these are the ideas that Alistair black had in mind. Right. For this. We bring up Zelina Vega. And. The ideal, like we said on the last um, pod that we did, we talked about Zelina being there. And what exactly did that mean? Like, was she coming back? Whatever. Now, apparently there's some filming going on. Um, Something that has to do with The Rock's daughter. Yeah. And if you know anything about Zelina, Zelina is very close to The Rock and very close to his daughter. Um. That might be one of the reasons why she was there. Mm-hmm. Not 100% sure if it was that she was coming back. Right. You know, I don't think that, I, I don't think Alistair Black was let go because of his wife. I don't know exactly why the he was gone. And the reason why I say that is because 
I've watched certain Twitches that he did on Lena's Twitch account. Yeah. And he addressed the dirt sheet. Mm-hmm. Did you hear him address the dirt sheet? No. Okay. I have the clip. Okay. Okay. This goes into a further discussion that we're going to talk about later because this is my opinion on these releases. Yeah. But this kind of goes, it, it, it leans towards my position on the overall perp, the overall release. Because I know when the releases came out, everybody's first instinct was Vince McMahon. Right. Like, Vince. Like, that. that's exactly what it was. It was you, Vince. What the Vince? Are you Vince? I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, and so I want to play this clip from Alistair Black, and he's discussing the dirt sheet. Right. And this is what he had to say as far as the dirt sheet goes. There's a lot of, like, you know, waves into WWE. There's a lot of, uh, like, if you've never been there, you can't imagine it, you know? And, you know, that's another thing as well. Don't listen to these reporters that talk about, you know, oh, Alistair Black this, oh, Vince was never high in Alistair Black. That's not true. That's not true at all. What, 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 what murdered me um, was, I think, the seven months at home. Was that? Oh, no, I was just cheering. Oh, oh, okay. Um, you know, don't listen to them because they don't know anything. They don't have insiders. Um, they have people that tell them warped stories. Um, you know, like when, um, you know, when, when, like, I think in the span of seven months that I said home, there were like seven different reports. Vince, like, uh, that my NXT request got shot down. That's not true at all. Didn't get shot down at all. Actually, it got praised. I was actually like, that's a really good idea. But his, Thought was like, no, I just want to do it this way first. And then if it doesn't work out, I can always, you know, uh, put you back in NXT. Because um, I had a whole plan for that, too. But it, it wasn't, like, shot down hard at all. No, not at all. Like, and this is the problem, right? They're not in those talks. They're not in those conversations. They don't know any of these people. Uh, don't waste your money on it. Because it's, it's like, for the most part, it's a 5% truth. And they'll fabricate 95% around it just so that you click on it. Um, and it's 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 just sad to see that like uh, you know this business has become like a tabloid thing, which I always think is so strange because like you know why are you scamming people you know why why are you feeding this like negative narrative continuously why are you and I get it because negativity sells but you also have to realize you have to be smarter than that system because I can guarantee you from being in that company and seeing some of these articles pop up ninety five percent of the time was just fabricated or like. It was, was a moment where apparently, like, I remember Asuka leaving a live event and immediately it was like, oh, Asuka mad, uh, stormed that live event. No, she was just done with her match. She just went to the next town. You know, you can sensationalize anything you want. Um, there was a story about that Lars Sullivan at one point was supposed to be the NXT uh, 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 before me. It's never a thing. You know, it's all just, you know, uh, NXT apparently not high in Alistair Black. No. You know, the thing is, and it's, it's, it's frustrating because it like, it puts us in a shit position because, you know, you as fans, and I don't blame you for the most part, like that's the, that's the closest source of news that you have. 
but it's not a source of news. It's fabricated and it's fabricated to make you think a certain way. It's programming your brain to like, oh, these mother efforts, you know? And a lot of times it's not, it's not right. Sure, there's times where, you know, you know, where it's right, but I mean, a broken clock is right twice a day too, right? So, you know, um, and I was like the, uh, oh, the plans changed line. Yeah, that's like literally the biggest cop out in the world. Um, as far as I'm concerned, um, you know, I think I think I was remotely, I was spared for the most part. I think, you know, like despite those things, I think, you know, there, there's, there's clearly also good intent in some of them. Um, but, you know, there's the thing is like validating your sources and validating your stories versus just like blatantly pulling out stuff that harms people. You know, uh, taking effect a couple of weeks ago with, uh, with, 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 with my wife that harmed her so much. Nothing but hate comments and like, like, like often it's all because someone was like, oh, sign up, sign up to my Patreon and oh, I have news. But in reality, there was no news. There, there literally was no news. There was, there was, there was just, you know, there was nothing, you know, and it's, it's it, it, it like, it's, it's the same people that all talk about being supportive and helping each other out and then doing stuff like that and don't realize the harm that they cause. And, uh, you know, I, I, I like, I, uh, you know, I, like, I, I, I blame people like that for that. I just don't, I, I don't like that, you know. Um, it's, it's, and it doesn't have to be that way, you know, like, and that's, that's the same thing because it, like, it, it, it does more harm than good. So we had a lot to say, and as you heard, basically, a lot of the reports that was coming out from Dirt Sheet, especially on Dirt Sheet Radio, Dirt Sheet and all that, saying that, you know, there's reports that, you know, WWE wasn't a big, Vince wasn't a fan of him going back to NXT. He shut it down, and this is coming from the man who, pitched the idea that he said Vince loved it, but Vince said, let's work on this first. So let's work on this. And then if this doesn't work out, then we can go. I don't mind you going back to WWE. I mean, NXT. NXT. So it leaves me to think that not all these moves was a Vince move. Just me being honest. Right. Um, where do you see Alistair going? I said, I could see Alistair Black. Now, when I was talking to Maverick about it, when he had it, it was like, a, you know, it was like one of those pictures where it's like all the, all the people that got releases lined up. Yeah. And then it's like all the logos for like all the companies is like, above him or whatever. Like I said, where do you think so-and-so can go? And I forgot what he said, what he said, Alistair. I think he said Alistair Black go to AEW. But I said, I think I can see Alistair Black going to Impact. Alistair Black go to Impact. Zelina go to Impact. You have both of them there. Mm-hmm. And then you can go from there. You know, And also, too, like I said, do you have a working relationship with AEW? So it's not like, I mean, and let's be real, Impact needs like a face of the company. They don't have a heavyweight champion where you'll be like, if you think of that person, you think of Impact Wrestling. Right. You know what I mean? AEW has Kenny Omega. They had John Moxley. They had Chris Jericho. So they had, they got, they had at least three people right there that you know of that's household names in the wrestling community. That's like, yo, 
when you think of the AEW champion, or whatever like that, you're gonna say, oh, Kenny Omega, John Moxley, Chris Jericho. You know, now they got young, a lot of young guys. They're building up. They got the Orange Cassidy's, the Jungle Boy, the the um, Darby Allen. You know, things. You know, guys like that. Uh, uh, Hangman Adam Page, uh, Ray Phoenix and stuff. So they got a lot of guys. They got some good. They got they got their guys. That they're like, okay, so like we go groom these guys and put them in a position so they ever had to put the title on them where it'd be good to go. Impact doesn't have that. They had Rick Swan as the Impact champion. Rick Swan's not a heavyweight champion. You know, they had Eric Young when he came back. He won the title. But it was like he won the title, then he lost the title like a month later. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. he's, you know, and plus Eric Young is like old or whatever. They got a uh, big cast there, but. I don't know. His big cast look good. Yeah, he in shape. He look. He looks great. Right. But I don't know. I don't know. They need. They need a guy that would make people want to sit down. Like they had. I understand that they had to experiment with the Tessa as Tessa as as a champion, and I was kind of like, all right, cool, whatever, you know. And I kind of feel like Impact wished he could have like that could have you know like drawn out or whatever. But you know she got she got released or whatever. But I think this is far in the men's department. They need a, a a face of the company, and I think Alistair Black will be a great, great face of that company. He could, you know, him feud with Moose and Sammy Callahan and Rick Swan and I think Eddie I, Edwards and him. I think him and Sammy Callaway would have a great feud. A they great feud. That, yeah, because how how Sammy is, yeah, and you pair that with how Alistair is, depending right. on you old Tommy. Tommy N. Um, it that can sell. That can, it can do it can sell, and then like I said, you can still pull guys from. You can still have Kenny Omega come there. Kenny Omega versus Alistair Black, John Moxley coming there. You know what I mean? Or Alistair Black going to AEW to fight John Moxley and Kenny Omega and Jericho. Like Jericho, you know, Cody, like, Cody. There's so many. Different Darby Allen, him and Darby Allen, him and Darby Allen could be a team. They, they could be a team. No, team I, Sting, I, Sting, Darby Allen, and Alistair Black. I see or Tommy N. See one of my friends. Uh, one of my friends. Shout out to my man Joe. He posted a photo of that. Is a photo of Alistair Black. He was in the middle. Sting was on the right. Darby Allen was on the left. Yeah. And I was like, I don't. He was like. He can be the new. He can be like the, the leader of this of this group. And I was like, I don't want to see. I, nah, Sting, Sting would be the Sting would kind of be like the 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 head. Then it's like it'd be Black, Allen. Like that would be like the tag team, whatever. Like the group. But and Sting I'm, would be the. But I'm not a fan. Like of a faction with Sting. Like this. no, not even a faction with Sting. I just think that Aleister Black is better as a loner. Right. He's better as a loner. Like, he's better as being, like, the lone wolf, you know, type of person. Somebody right. also brought up the idea that he should be the leader of the, the new leader of the Dark Order. The Dark Order. Nah, I... I and I was like, no. Nah. No. Like, nah. he does not need to be the leader of no no, no group, no faction, no nothing. Just let and the him... Dark, uh, and the Dark Order, deep. Like, yeah. Deep. deep. So it's like... <laughs> You know, like I mean, rest, rest, you know, rest in peace, Brody Lee. But it's like, yo, D don't really, and I, and I honestly feel like the Dark Order now is like a, like a baby face now. Mm-hmm. You know, so and I don't know how Alistair Black, Tommy N is gonna come into the company. So I don't really know. But I mean, it would be good to see. Like, I mean, listen, Andrade and Alistair are good friends. 
Zelina, they're all good friends. To see all three of them back together would, would be pretty would be pretty cool. To have them have a match yeah. at AEW. Yeah. And they like, yo, y'all can just do whatever. Like, oh man, they'll kill it. Right. So I I just I could see him more impact than than anything. Like you said, because impact is working with AEW, it will it will benefit both. Right. Um but let's the big one. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Now listen, this was a huge shocker for me. Because I'm like, Braun was just in like a a, a title match. Arguably the best men's triple threat match I've seen since Royal Rumble Brock Seth Cena mm. but this was three and I will probably say this one is better than that one because it's three because big it's dude. three big dudes right like I mean, Drew hit Braun with a Mishinoku driver. Braun picked up, like, caught Drew outside as he was trying to do the Claymore and put him through a table. Like, that was a hard-hitting match. Right. And Braun, Braun is also someone that I feel they misused right i think that when braun was feuding with roman and the fans got the fans were siding more with braun than roman right and when roman cut that pro i mean when braun cut that promo and pretty much was agreeing with the fans that's kind of when the decline started to happen because he was like like y'all, I hate Roman Reigns. And like when he said that, it was like, You're a monster. You're supposed to be this monster of a dude. Why are you catering to the crowd now? Right. You know? And I think I, I think he was everything that Vince wanted in a big man. Like as a right. monster and everything. Right. And I just think that they just they fed him shit. Right. They gave him shit and thought that he could make magic out of that. Right. You know? And you like you just put him in this in this role where he just had him he was just on the WrestleMania card against Shane McMahon. You put him in a triple threat match for the title. He's he's on the promotion for them going back on tour. Right. And then you let him go. And then you let him go. It's like the Monster Express. He was a fan. Like, kids liked him. He was a fan favorite. Yeah. So it's like, I, I didn't understand. I don't get that. And... Where do I... I don't see Braun, honestly, going to any other promotion. But WWE? 
I think back. I think Braun, if he was to come back, he'll come back. If they offered him the the opportunity, like yo, come back, you know, he will. But if he doesn't, I can see him getting into like. I'm not going to say low budget films, but I could see him doing some side movies. Yeah. See him doing like some TV shows or hunting shows, things like that. Right. Yeah. If you look at his IG, like that's what he seems to be really into. Like that's what's Brian's thing. So, so that's where I see him going. Yeah. I just think like, yeah, like, yeah. I kind of feel like he, is he, you feel like he too big for AEW? I think that I think Bronze style cuz you got to take into account that the majority of people that's on AEW are like independent are are indies. Right. And you know how Bron feels about the indies. Right. And I feel like he's he will get frustrated. Right. Dealing with them. You know Cause then if he goes there, who's he feuding with? They don't really got that many bigs. They got what the Luchasaurus do. Yeah, that, he, he hasn't he hasn't really done nothing. Like I he, think that's the only person that he could probably go against. Uh, the uh, the old guy, the Lance Archer. Oh yeah, the, the murder, <laughs> the murder hawk or whatever he call himself. Yeah, like but he old, like he old, bro. Like Rusev. But I really want one. Then it'd be like an old WWE thing. It's like, ah, I I really don't want to see that, you know. So, I mean, yeah, like, and then, like I said, they took care of Braun. Like, as far as financially, they probably, Braun most definitely probably took it. Because, like, that's why I've been saying, like, I don't, I feel bad, but it's like, at the same time, you got to look at it. I'm quite sure their pockets is pretty good. Because I remember what John Moxley was talking about when he left. He was like, yo, Vince offered me a lot of money to stay. He offered me good money to stay, but he was like, yo, man, I'm I'm good. Like, I paid off my car. I paid off my truck. I paid off my house. Me and my wife, we good. So I can go off and do mm-hmm. whatever. Like, do this. I could go do what I want to go do. So I think that's the same with Brian. And I can see, yeah, the hunt. I think the hunting thing, out of everything, I think it's Brian's thing. Right. You know? And I think Brian could be like, yeah, like I said, in them low-budget movies, the, the big dude. The security guard. Yeah, the security guard. Or, like, the big goofy the dude. Henchman. Yeah, yeah, that's just like... Or, or like you said, or the big goofy dude. The big the big goofy dude. Like, he uh, like he gonna beat you up, but you kind of, like, you you could just, like, Jedi mind trick him or something like that. And he just like, oh, you know? <laughs> and, you know, he just go off or whatever, do whatever. But, you know, cause you, you couldn't see Brian doing, like, a serious role. You'd be like, yo, this dude need to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, shoot, he could have did. He could have did a lot. He could have. He could. He could do a lot. He could do a lot. That's another cat. Same way as the black man. He got his own. He got his own like clothing line thing going on. He got the Twitch. You know, I know he he played video games and stuff like that. So like, he got a lot of stuff going on. Everybody. Th- this is crazy about this stuff. It's like everybody has something outside of the WWE where it's like, yo, yeah, you want to be there because this is the big, this is the big fish. This is the big company. But everybody has something outside of that now where they're established where it's just like, okay, if I get let go, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but Braun coming back. I say all oh, this, Braun coming back, I say Alistair Black going to Impact slash AEW, Ruby Riot, 
Impact AEW, Lana AEW, Buddy Murphy Impact, Satana Garrett probably Impact. Okay, so with all these releases, a lot of people have been, like I said earlier, going off saying that it's Vince's fault, like. And this is this is where I kind of combat that. Vince McMahon is the owner of the WWE. So he's at the top of the totem pole. And then there's everybody beneath him. Right. He's the tribal chief. Do you think that all Vince McMahon did was just tell the head of talent relations, which I believe is Laurenitis, mm-hmm. tell him we need seven cuts. Get it done. Didn't say who needed to be cut, just said we need to cut Seven people. Get it done. And then they said, okay. Okay, Santana Garrett, Buddy Murphy, mm-hmm. Lana, Ruby, Alistair, Braun. Yep, that, that's what we're going with. Right. And then they release it and they tell Vince. And Vince is like, why? Like, why we get rid of these two people? Right. And then they explain and Vince is like, okay. You know, I continue to say that. Well, I, I say that because you just heard a little earlier, you heard Aleister Black. And Aleister Black said, Vince loved every idea that I had. Mm-hmm. Vince loved it. Vince didn't want me to go to NXT. Vince said, "Stay, stick, stick up here. Let's work with this, and then if it doesn't work out, we'll do this." Right. Now, what we didn't talk about is the biggest news that happened before this cut, which was the newest member of AEW's team, Mark Henry. Mark Henry, yeah, and Mark Henry was on Busted Open, and Bubba asked him, what was the conversation like with Vince when you told him about this? Yeah. And this is, I have the clip, and this is what Mark Henry had to say in regards to this, his conversation with Vince. And this is goes to my position with Vince McMahon. What was that conversation with Vince like? Did you tell Vince you were splitting? Did he say, God bless you, see you later, go? I mean, was this a difficult Not negative. conversation? It wasn't, it wasn't negative. <clears throat> you know, everybody knows me and Vince got love for each other. And, and, yeah. and more, than, more than love, respect. And me calling him and saying, and saying um, what needed to be said was came from a place of a, like a, a a brother telling his older brother, 
um, man, I, I'm tired of being in the shadows. Like, I feel like somebody beneath you is holding me back. And if somebody's holding me back, I got to go. Because you, you could tell everybody what to do, but there might be something that comes with that. But I feel like I'm being held back. I'm not getting, you know, what I want. And I want us to be successful. You know, I want to be able to earn more. I want to be able to get those pelts on the wall. And man, it was just like the coolest things. Like, man, you, you, you know, everything you need to know. You, you go and you, if, if you feel like you have to go, don't necessarily want it, but if you feel like you need to go, then, then go. So that's Mark Henry, a, a WWE lifer. Right. Saying that Vince pretty much told him like, pretty much saying you have my blessing but said in that in that if you didn't hear the full extent of it you should go listen to it but in that discussion he talked about how he wanted an executive role in the company Mm -hmm. and Vince told him write something up present it to me I always love to I always and I always respect your opinion. I like what you have. I like your thoughts. I like your vision, all this other stuff. But then Mark said somebody beneath, beneath him right. told him differently. So this is why I say, like, I don't think, like, everybody is so much in, and this even goes to me. Right, like, me too. I would attack Vince so much. But then when I actually sit back and take my feelings out of this situation and listen to the wrestlers. If you listen to every wrestler that has ever talked about Vince has ever been in the, like in interviews or anything like that, they never really say anything bad about Vince. Right. It's the people below him. Right. The, the even CM Punk said something like that. a while ago. remember he, the pipe bomb. Yeah. It was like the people, he's like, he got a bunch of, Yes, yes man. Yes, yeah. You got a whole bunch of yes men. And it's like, do you like if there was one person that I would say I do not like Laurenitis. It's not even Laurenitis. It's Bruce Pritchard. Because Pritchard has that old, like old school mindset of the business. Mm-hmm. That does not really work with present day. The present day. Look at Raw and SmackDown. He's the executive director of both shows. But we know that the writers are not writing for both shows. Mm -hmm. You have a group writing for SmackDown and a group writing for Raw. SmackDown is the SmackDown is a flagship show. Hands down. Raw has been trash for God knows how long. We went, I went on my rant about Raw. And then this past week, Memorial Day mm-hmm. was the lowest rating Raw episode. And it goes to make you think like, is it Bruce? 
like it, it you we can't we can't get mad at Vince because Vince has given the baton and given the roles to other people. Right. So we can't really get mad at Vince. Right. You know, I when when I look at it, I look at all this situation, I'm like, you know, you listen to what Alistair Black said. He was all Vince was all for him. You listen to Mark Henry. Mark Henry said he gave him his blessings. Um, even when Mickey James got released, she said it was other people beneath. Right. It wasn't she she didn't say Vince said women wasn't gonna women can't sell out a, a pay-per-view or right. do all this stuff. It was other people. In my opinion, I think it might be Bruce Pritchard. I think it might be Kevin Dunn. Right. That is kind of like, nah, we not these ideas that y'all want to go with, nah, it's not gonna work out. Because even when I listen to him, Bruce Pritchard talk about because he got his podcast something to wrestle. And I listen sometimes to to to, to the pod, and I'm like, you really was against a lot of shit. And then these people proved you wrong. Like, he was like, yeah, you know, I wasn't really sold on, I think he said, I wasn't really sold on Eddie beating Brock. Wow. He said, I really wasn't sold on that. But Eddie convinced me. Eddie proved me wrong. And that's the one thing that I will always say I was glad that I was wrong about. But Vince wanted that. Vince wanted Eddie to win the title. So think about that. <laughs> you know, like, Vince is, as much as people want to say, like, Vince, like, people be like, Vince doesn't, Vince is not in tune with the fans. I think Vince is in tune. Right. But there's a whole bunch of people around him that's like, no, let's right. let's go this way. Let's go that way. Another prime example is when Jericho pitched the idea for the the festival of friendship yeah. and how that was supposed to go. Right. And he said somebody who he wasn't going to name, he was going to name drop that person, but he said that person was like, "No, we're going to redo it." And he was like, "No. Did did you go over with Vince?" He said, "No, Vince ain't here." He said, "Well, no, we're not going to do it this way." Dude was like, "Yeah, we're going to do it." He said, "Okay, let me Call Vince right now. Right. Call Vince. And Vince was like, he was like, hey, um, are we changing the Festival of Friendship storyline? Vince was like, no. Why? Nothing. Thanks. Right. So it's it's not it's not Vince. Right. But it's easy, but it's easy to blame Vince because Vince is the face. Because if you Vince don't see if you face. don't if you don't know the other like you said, you just name dropped all these people. If you don't know all these people, if you can't if you don't know if you don't see the face behind it, you don't know who to blame. So you're gonna blame the guy that's head above everybody. You know, you're gonna blame Vince McMahon. That's Vince McMahon's company. You always seen Vince. We, we don't see Bruce Pritchard like that. We don't see Kevin Dunn like that. We see Vince McMahon, so that's what we're gonna blame. But like you said, everybody Everybody talk great about Vince. What you think? Once you once you said that, and I really started thinking about it, I'm like, Jericho never said nothing bad about Vince. You know, uh, Moxley. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people that said, like, everybody that got released is like, yo, like, Vince is a good dude. It's just the people around him. You know, and I feel like that's going to be the, the demise of this company. 
It's, it's like this company is giving us, ever since these releases is giving us going out of business sale. Okay, so you say that. And with a lot of these, a lot of this going on, that's been the biggest talk. Like, right. That's the rumor, man, now. Is WWE going to get sold? Are they going out of business? Are, not going out of business, but because it's a public traded company. So it's hard for them to go out of business when you're a public traded company. Mm-hmm. They're, they're with the stocks and all this other stuff. And, and ironically enough, they said that when these releases happened, before they announced the releases, the stock kind of was down. Mm-hmm. When they released the when they released the statement of the releases, like an hour later, the stock went back up. Right. You know, there 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 have been record selling like profit. Right. During the time where it's hard to make a profit mm-hmm. in this business. Do I think that the WWE is going out of business? No. Do I think that Vince McMahon is prepping for a possible sell? Yes. But here's why. You was when we were prep when I was prepping for it earlier today and you came and you were here, you were you couldn't really hear what I was putting on to the yeah. the, the sound clip, but you said like that sounded like Rosenberg. Yeah. It's the dude from the it's dude from the Saturday edition of Busted Open, and he dropped this, and I was listening to it yesterday, and I had already seen the little clips or not the clips, but I seen the little news, little bleep, little mm-hmm. teasers or whatever, like oh such and such is looking to buy WWE or this that, yeah. and the third, and this is what he said, and when he said this, it made even more sense. To why, if you ever listen to Vince McMahon, and even when I said it, I think I said it a couple episodes ago when I was like, this is entertainment. Mm-hmm. These are characters in this, like, movie-style right. form yeah, of see, entertainment. Yeah, CM Punk said, he's like, he's like, WWE is like a blockbuster movie with a big-budget with great characters, but he didn't know how to use them. Right, right, right. So this is what he had to say, and I want to get your take on it. Okay. Okay, so this is due from Busted Open. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, these are all, this is not just, you know, this This is all, everything I said, the State Farm Arena, Atlanta Hawks, Coca-Cola, ESPN, I mean, you know, mainstream entities that are coming into the WWE world, and I, and I always think back, and I reference this, and it's becoming more and more relevant and more frequently. When Beyond the Mat came out in 2001, there's always one of my favorite little clips because I got this interview. They, they, they did this interview you know, with Vince in the boardroom, which you know, Vince has, a, it, relatively speaking for how long Vince has been the public eye, Vince hasn't done a ton of interviews, a ton of mainstream interviews. He hasn't, you know, you know there's, there's, there's a great one of him on Howard Stern. Of course, there's a famous one with Costas, but he, he hasn't done a lot. Of that. So I always think about this one. And he's, he's talking to the camera. He's got his bottle, bottle of water and he's talking about their process. And mind you, this is being filmed in like 99, 2000 era. And he's like, and then they all figure out what we're really about. <laughs> Takes a swig of water, nods the head, making movies. And that always stuck out to me that he like he he, he was a visionary. He he did not see them as just 
you know, wrestler A, wrestler B, ring the bell, that he saw the grand picture of, of what you said a minute ago, Dave. The brand is what yep. needs to be, you know, that the name WrestleMania sells itself a year out before we've even even made a match. And he's gotten to that point. And I, and I, I feel like he's finally getting almost to like a finish line. I know, I know visionaries like him and innovators don't have finish lines. It's always on to the next. But I feel like we're getting to a finish line with him to where he's finally got – it's not just wrestling people again, sitting around the pool, writing, you know, writing them out. You know, this is mainstream business people from, from, from other, you know, mainstream ventures that now have stake and say, and are helping call the shots of the boardroom from business direction. And, and this is where he's wanted to get it to. He wanted to get this as an illegitimate and as credible business and brand as possible. And, and he's, we can we can bitch about low raw ratings and why are they getting rid of wrestler X and they just released him and they just and this guy's got a great entrance and a great finish. But all that X's and O's aside that we as wrestling fans and analysts break down the big picture is, yes, they're making more money than ever. The brand name itself is is, is above everybody, rightly or wrongly. Their biggest show of the year sells itself without even having to know who's fighting. They have a, they have a country that's paying them tens of millions of dollars to bring that same production over, you know, twice a year. I mean, he, I feel like he's finally getting to a finish line and I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's just his life's work. I don't know if there's a sale, I, but, but that, but we are, I feel like he's finally culminating what he's been strategizing to do for 20 plus years. Wow. Look at you. Look at you putting a bow on it. You said the finish line. Hmm. Mm. But you know what? I heard, I always heard <clears throat> people used to say like, "Well, you don't build the WWE doesn't build stars anymore. It's like it's the brand." And I said, I heard that for for a minute, and I'm like, "That's true. Like you don't like the last star that was built that was bigger than the WWE was John Cena." Right. You know, John Cena was the last, last one. And I know some people, well, what about Randy Orton? I'm like, Randy Orton is not John Cena. No. He's not John Cena. You know what I mean? So, like, like when he was talking about when Stone Cold retired, that hurt the WWE. Because mm-hmm. Stone Cold was the face of the company. He was the face of the company for, for years. And then all of a sudden, he retires. The Rock leaves to go to Hollywood. You know, so that hurt the that hurt the, that hurt Vince that hurt Vince and that company in a way. So Vince, I think Vince just was like, you know what? Like you say, like I have to put. It's the company, like a star can't be bigger than a company, right? You know, so he had to put like it's the brand first, whatever. So that's why I look at people like when somebody was I think I don't know I think it was the bus operator one of them joints I listened to, and it was like. If you look at most of the champions, other last recent champions, all of them look the same. Roman and Seth and Drew McIntyre all look the same. Yep. Big, long hair. Beard. <laughs> Be a beard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, remember Seth had the blonde streak for mm-hmm. one time. He doesn't have the blonde streak anymore. I mean, obviously, you know, you mix it, you throw it around, you throw Bobby Lashley in there and Kofi and and this, that, and the third, but most of the cats now that have been champion all look in the main, on the main roster all look the same. So he was like, I could just interchange these parts real quick, you know what I'm saying? So if I so if Drew wins the title and Roman loses the title, they're like seven, you know what I mean? I could just change it. So it's all gonna be so none of them are bigger than the WWE. As much as we love, like I love Roman Reigns and I love the Travis G character, he's not bigger than the WWE. 
Right. They could they could take Roman out, replace him with somebody else, put him in the same position as Roman, mm-hmm. and the show would keep going on. Yep. You know, Stephanie McMahon said it one time. She was like, "Man, with John Cena, when you left, you thought you you hurt us. You was gonna hurt the business, man. We thrived after you like. We said we thought we were going that we thrive. We we still here." Yes. Now, he brought up the selling. Yes. You know, he brought up, is this Vince's stretch where Vince is like, you know what? I'm at the finish line. I'm, you know. I'm at that finish line. Now, there has, because we all know about the releases of the talent on TV. Mm -hmm. But there have been cuts behind the scenes. Yes, I, I read about those. You know, 35 people was released from their L.A. department. Okay. Mm-hmm. They don't have no more WWE films. They got rid of it. Okay. You know, they're they're closing shop on certain aspects because they realize they don't need those things anymore. Right. You know, so when they were making the money. Right. So with the question of or the idea of a company buying them. Like right. he said, Disney. Um, he said, Amazon. Right. NBC. NBC. Yeah. NBC is the biggest one I heard so far. Like that's seen to be the front runner. NBC has Peacock. Right. Peacock is now the home of the WWE network. Right. Nick Khan. He's the president of the WWE and the chief revenue officer. When he became the chief revenue officer, this is what he's done. It says NBC is looking into buying the WWE network and some movement has already been made in that direction. Ever since the Vince McMahon shakeup of the WWE operations in January of 2020 and out outing the then time the then longtime WWE executive George, not going to Brios, and Michelle Wilson with Nick Khan in August of 2020, the ball has been in motion. Missing Man went in direction, went in a new direction with Nick Khan, who immediately did away with the WWE network and sold the streaming service to Peacock in a $1 billion deal, multi year deal. No figures have been officially brought up, but the WWE sources says that the deal, if NBC were to buy the WWE, would be in the range of $2 billion to $4 billion. Vince McMahon, who turned 76 this August, is said to be looking at Nick Khan to set up WWE to be sold in the coming years, and the moves are already being put in place for a smooth sale. WWE is clearing house and streamlining their rosters of the roster of superstars and office staff with the releases and layoffs to cut back on payroll spending and increase the profit margin to make WWE look more attractive as possible to NBC when the time comes for the sale. Many superstars who the WWE would have never released are now being let go in an effort to cut back on spending and big contracts. More releases are in the works. 
this is something that you brought to my attention about more cuts are supposed to be yeah, coming more, about. more to come. The McMahon family has a, had a legacy in professional wrestling unlike any other, and with AEW becoming increasingly popular, the time of WWE being the premier wrestling company is no more. Vince McMahon is looking to make one last big cash out. Uh, one Vince is looking for one big cash out before he retires. I feel like if it was any other person, if it was any other company that would buy them, it would be Disney. If right. it's not NBC, I think it would be Disney. Right. Because they have ESPN. You know, they can do different things with ESPN. But I feel like the NBC move will probably be more lucrative for them. Right. Now. Should have let Disney drop that bag. Like, yo, we want this. True. And Disney got that money. True. Disney got the bag. That is true. Somebody was just like, I don't want to turn on the Raw and see Mickey Mouse. <laughs> That's what they said. But I was like, you know what? I mean, Mickey Mouse would probably be better than the shit that we getting right now. Right. <laughs> Mickey. You mean, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> But, um. I want you, Lashley. Ha, ha. <laughs> but what do you think of of all that? Uh, I mean, dude, it sounds like, it, it sounds like, I'm listen, I'm not no business expert, but it sounds like a good move. You know, obviously, like I said, Vince is seven. We knew, well, I think we all knew it that at some point this time was going to come. Vince was going to get, you know, Vince was getting older. He, he's going to want to retire. He's going to want to, like, sell the company or give the company. We thought we just go get the company over the trip. Stephanie McMahon, and that's going to be it. And Vince going to sell off into the sunset. But, shoot, if you talk about, he already sold the, uh, the streaming service to Peacock, like I said, a $1 billion deal. And you talk about selling it to NBC for another $2 billion deal. You still gonna be getting that Saudi Arabia money? Well, well, I think that is one of the things that they're waiting to end. They're the Saudi Arabia that, deal. They're waiting for that to end because of all the controversy that's going on over there. Yeah. Okay. You know, so I think that once that deal is, and that's why I said I think they're waiting like two to four years, like in the next upcoming years, because I think once the Saudi deal is done. Mm -hmm. Then that's when you're going to probably see the the news break of a possible buyout. Oh, okay. But then I think there's going to be perks behind it. Like, I don't think Vince is going to sell the company without them saying, my daughter is still chief brand officer. Right, right. Paul Levesque is still head of NXT, head of creating, yep. head of this. Like, these are the terms that I want from my side that you have to Agree make sure yeah. it's, it's, it's in place. Right. Because if you want the best product. Right. Or I'll sue your ass. You want the best product. <laughs> here's how you're going to get right. the best product. And Vincent, listen, man, Vince is a smart businessman. So Vince is going to make sure that he get his all his ducks in order. Yeah. So it, it it's going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting to see. So, the, so do you see this happening in the next few years because you're waiting on the Saudi deal, or you just think this is going to be happening within like maybe like 
sometime like next year? No, no, I don't think it's gonna happen next year. I think, well, I I don't know when the Saudi the, the Saudi deal is up with the WWE, but I do believe, I strongly believe that after that deal is done, mm -hmm. that's when you're gonna we're gonna see more of that move that that motion of this getting done right taking place mm -hmm. because i don't i don't see them doing i don't see nbc or peacock well nbc doing anything while that deal is still in place because of all the controversy that's going on right in in saudi so it, it's but do you think if disney said like listen we want to we want we want to play right now we want we didn't play right now what's up you think they will sell it to Disney? It depends on the money. It depends on what they, t it's the, it money, like the expressions, money talks, but it also depends on the perks too. Vince, is this doing a, is this going to be good for business? Mm -hmm. You know, is this going to be beneficial for me? Mm -hmm. But more importantly, as Vince has said all the time, the fans, the universe mm -hmm. because all everything that the it's love hate we go on we get on this platform and we talk about the good the bad the ugly and majority of the time it is the ugly of of it but we still come back to it right you know right it's it's about us right you know so I don't think that Vince would want to sell it and then it implodes. Right. Prime example, WCW. Mm. WCW. TNT Turner got bought out by AOL Time Warner. Yeah. And the first thing they did, we don't want wrestling. That's what they said. We don't want wrestling. And that was the demise of WCW. Right. Vince is not going to want to fall into that same situation. Right. So that's why they that's why I think they're waiting and then when when NBC comes out with this number Vince is going to be like okay, I I see this number but then this is what I want. In return, mm -hmm. I want these terms. Right. Because if those terms aren't matched, then we can't. Right. You know. And if Disney says, well, we'll match your terms. Right. And we'll even do more. Yeah, we'll throw a little extra in you there. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll do more for you. Right. Then they might be like, all right, cool. But I think it's going to be like with the, with the Peacock deal. I just feel like NBC is like that's that at the end of position. They're like that is yeah. it's there because right. they already they already got the network. Right. You know, and that's a multi-million dollar deal. I think it's after after NBC, um after the Peacock deal, there's the Fox deal. Yeah. So then they have to, you know. Yeah, so what's going on with that? Yeah, so that's another thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you you gotta I, I don't think that the 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 buyout is gonna happen like right. that, right? Because you still have they they have their contract with with Fox, 
You know, I'm not sure if USA is under if it's its own or if it's a, under the umbrella yeah, of like another a, yeah. of another like a big wig like NBC. Mm-hmm. You know, because they still have that contract, right? You know, and they've been with USA for, for a, a long time. <laughs> you know, yeah, like they they stepped away for a little bit, went to went to TNN. You know, yep, yep, yep. but then they came right back. You know, so it'll be interesting. It definitely will be interesting to see. But um, I I think that's I think that's it. If you got anything else, oh no, I'm trying to see about when when this uh, Saudi Arabia deal is over. Oh, okay. Excuse me. It says female. Da, 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 da. Uh, I see something that said the event was the first in a 10 year strategic multi-platform partnership between WWE and Saudi Radio, Saudi General Sports Authority in support of Saudi Vision 2030 Saudi Arabia's social and economic reform program okay so that might not be huh I uh, oof this might not. I, I'm reading. Okay, what were you? What were you? I was on Wikipedia when I looked at that. You was on Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, so WWE, the, the Saudi government pays WWE about fifty million for each event. Uh, WWE and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia have agreed to a ten-year deal. Okay, but when did that For happen? Two events per year running from 2018 to 2027. Oh, yes. That's a wrap. <laughs> that's a wrap. Yeah. Oh, man. Them boys going to have to, NBC going to have to break the bank out. <laughs> like, they going to have to. But they got it, though. Like, NBC got it. They do. They definitely do. But, oh, shit. I'm quite for sure, bro. I'm quite for sure if any of is looking at that like, all right, yo, what we got to do to, what we got to do to get about this deal? Yeah, because that's a, that's a, that's 50 million for like each, 50 million, that's 100 million. And he didn't to, go, said so he didn't go last year because right, of COVID, so. Right. And they sold the stream for a billion. But you also too, though, we know Vince don't like spending money like that. I mean, does he? Vince don't, he said Vince don't like losing money. Yeah, he don't like losing money. Right. But I don't know if he want to spend, but I think if he, but I like, he can spend the money, he'll probably get the money right back and then some. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Because that's $100 million a year. Yeah. So that got to be what? Times 10? That's like a billion, right? Yeah. Damn. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! So, unless somebody willing to cut that check, but I mean, but now you what got what like? Let's see, was it, it two thousand mm-hmm. eighteen? So you got about what like six years left? Yeah, you might be able to get get away with that six years. You might get out early. Could be, could be. That ain't bad. We'll see. That ain't bad. We'll see. But yeah, I'm, I I don't have nothing else. I'm still, I'm still sad I ain't gonna see my baby line on TV no more, but it is what it is. 
Got on Instagram. I got on IG. I don't know what my man Big Ego do, bro. Yeah, that's a big one. That's the big. That's a big one right there. That is. That is a. I don't know who else is gonna get cut. There's gonna be a lot of cuts. Yeah, but that's why I think he, I think that's why he like yo man we got NXT we about to just pull him up because you know Finn Post will say he want to come back to the main roster, but if they keep this Finn and this is the Finn that, they, that we keep, it should be okay. I don't want to see my guy get called back to this on Raw, especially that on Raw. <laughs> You know he go to Raw. <laughs> he better not go to Raw. He go to Raw. Let bro. him go to SmackDown. Dude. Where they making filet men young. <laughs> let him let him feud with the Tribal he Chief. He gonna feud with the Tribal Chief. So do you want the Prince to beat the Tribal Chief? Or the Prince beat Drew McIntyre? Or Bobby? Well, it's probably gonna be at that point. It'll probably be Drew McIntyre. But I would love to see him in, in Roman. That would be a good feud. That would be a good feud. Him and Seth Rollins can run it back. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Cesaro. Yeah. Him and... SmackDown will be better. Yeah, SmackDown will probably be the better yeah. better for him. Yeah. Because God knows, God, God, was I don't want him to go to Raw and be you know, with the fiend. Oh, my God. You know what? Speaking of the fiend, I feel bad for Bray. He's the last member of the Wyatt family. Yep. And you don't like I. I don't. I don't think we're gonna see Bray for a minute. Right. Me neither, bro. You know, I think that with the death of Brody, I think that really took a toll on him. Right. And I think you know with probably not probably like his injury. Maybe not. I don't think so injury, but. I don't think he was like D said. He felt like he wasn't in shape when he came back. Mm-hmm. But I think that, and I think just the emotions and everything, like going your first time in front of the fans, right? You lost to Randy, you know what I mean? You had the Alexa thing, and he had he cut that promo. It was like, man, I'll come back. But I was like, yeah, yeah, like it's it's Rowan's gone. You know, Bronze has got released, and now and and Brody being like Brody passing away, yeah. I don't think, like I said, I don't think we're going to see Bray for a long time. You know, I, I really don't. I think that he's, you know. And mental health, is it strikes everybody different. Everybody has their own, like, their their period where you got to be away. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so I I just, that's just, man. Yeah. That's That, that was rough. And we don't know when we going to see Keith Lee. You know what? Keith posted something, I think it was last night or sometime yesterday, where he said he was going to release something. He said he was going to do, like, a video or something talking about what's been going on since, like, January. Yeah. So I'm I'm really curious. And this goes to my point with Bruce Pritchard. Because it's not that Vince doesn't believe in him. I think Bruce doesn't believe in him. Right. So... Bruce, Bruce can respectfully. Well, I know we na- I know we call this we shall the, the name of this the name of this is supposed to be called Reshell Ryan, but it might be Bruce Pritchard. 
there's a few there's a ah, shit there's a few ideas that I have for the title of this we'll 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 pitch the ideas because yeah. because the way this looking this looks like it might be broken down in a few parts right so well, all in all Pritchard hold on we gotta do that again yeah all in all Pritchard damn it we did it again you fucked <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Let me say, all in all, Bruce Pritchard, you, you, we hate you. you respectfully, respectfully. <laughs> Sorry, Vince, for saying you were a dickhead. <laughs> My apologies, Vince, for us coming at you like that, bro. Yes, Vince. We, yeah. Listen. Ain't your fault. It's not. It's not. We had to take our emotion yeah. out of it. But we're wrestling fans that really love this. So yeah. I'm quite sure Vince hits it every day. He's used to it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Bulletproof. Yeah, but just like but just like I said, this I said to you when we was talking about a subject off not even related to this. I said, you know, do you think that like these people really care that, you know, we sitting there saying, you don't know what, what Vince, what the f- wrong with you? Yeah. Like, what, in the f- what, Vince, why are you doing this? Vince is probably sitting there counting. Counting money. Looking out, looking out of his, his, his alacious estate in Connecticut, <laughs> in Connecticut like. It's a, are these the two same son of a. Bought all this stuff from WWE Shop.com. <laughs> the same one that bought a, a title. The same one that bought a title. The same one that. This is the same one that bought all the damn Finn. This is the same one that bought all the Kurt Angle stuff. Respectfully. <laughs> Thanks for the free. Promo on your podcast. <laughs> this has been the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. This is the franchise. This is the ace. We are out. This. We are out. <laughs>